I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Back for another edition of In the Huddle. And yes, I mean right back. Yesterday, Baldy and I were here talking about all the things that could possibly play out. And they have played out. And we're back to talk to you about it here on In the Huddle. Subscribe, like our episodes, tell your friends, guys, and more importantly, we put episodes out every Tuesday and Thursday normally, but this is a week in which things are playing out and we wanted to talk about the franchise tag. So, Baldy, let's get on it. Big shout out to Jason Lock on 4, who's a part of this podcast as well, and we'll be talking to him coming down the road. Lamar, let's start with Lamar. I think we both felt like the deal wasn't going to happen. So they franchise tag him, but they use the non-exclusive tag, Baldy. And I think this opens the door, right, for him to maybe go out and find the deal that he wants. Obviously, they'll have a chance to match. But give me your initial thoughts, because I was on the air yesterday when this went down, and Atlanta went crazy because everybody's like, whoa, we could talk to this guy. We didn't think we were going to be able to talk to this guy. Well, yeah, and now, you know, wherever it came from Atlanta – um, they said they're not interested. Uh, I think they're crazy not to be interested, to be honest with you. Of course they uh, are. I know people were, well, you know, we had Julio and Matt Ryan. We were in salary cap hell. We don't want to go back to salary cap hell. We want to build this team. Well, all right. If you think Desmond Ritter and what he showed in the last few games is the answer going forward, okay, if you believe that, that's fine. But he's not Lamar Jackson. Uh, Lamar Jackson is – his record as a starting quarterback in this league is almost unparalleled. I mean, he's 45 and 14. I think that's the right number, Carl. Maybe it's 44 or whatever. Yep. But I mean, it's 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 a it, it's an incredible record since he took over for Joe Flacco. Um the Ravens, we we have said this, Carl, um, and I have said this since two years ago. They've had chances to sign him long term. They haven't done it. Uh, to me, it almost feels like they're willing to let him walk. And, you know, it comes down to compensation and what somebody is willing to give up. Um, that's certainly going to be a part of it. But to me, they have not made any overtures to really – I mean, they've made offers, but not like the offers that have been coming down the pipe with Deshaun Watson and with Kyler Murray and some of the other players, even Daniel Jones and his guarantee. Yes, and we'll get to that. But uh, – so – I'm sure Lamar's sitting down there in South Florida right now going, South Florida, there's a team right here that looks like there's a quarterback issue with Tua um, after the concussions and the injury concerns. Uh, he certainly could fit in what Mike McDaniels likes to do. So I I, I know what teams have said, but now <laughs> this, this, things have changed yes. with the non-exclusive tag. And teams can – now pick up the phone and call Lamar without tampering and they can make offers and he can engage in offers. I, uh, we're on a podcast, so I can go a couple of places that I couldn't necessarily go on my show yesterday. So Baldy, here's the deal. Two, two and a half months ago, I went on and I said, Atlanta, if Lamar is available, 
we would absolutely, the franchise, would be idiots to not entertain this. Okay, yes. He was still under contract. We hadn't gotten to the playoffs yet. But we were kind of feeling like, you know, he's been out. He may not play. We were talking about that at the end of the season. He was out three, four, five, six weeks or whatever it was. And we were like, okay, don't know how hurt he is or injured he is. But the fact of the matter, Baldy, yesterday when this broke, the Falcons, after hearing this chatter of, holy crap, we should, we've got to get in on this, immediately reached out and started putting information out there that we're not interested. We're, we're not, we don't want to talk to him. We're not interested. And immediately everybody else jumped on board. And I know these are credible sources. Some of these guys are my friends. Mm -hmm. So I respect that. But I also understand where it came from. And so as you listen to this podcast today, I want you to understand this is a game of poker, folks. Yeah. And everybody's playing right now. And they're going, not interested. Don't want to talk to him. We're not. Yeah. And they're bullshitting. Okay? Flat out. More, no more times than not, all the teams that we're talking about have some kind of interest. Now, some more than others. I do know that there are some teams that don't want to necessarily give up the, the, the two first-round picks. But this is a quarterback league. And you can't even look yourself in the face if you're a Falcon fan and say, well, Desmond Ritter, we got Ritter. Ritter, he's not better than Lamar. You can't, I can't even take you seriously. So no, you can't take it serious. Look, there's only there's only one person in this whole conversation, honestly, that you have to poke, and that's Arthur Blank. That's it. That's, that, there's only one person. Arthur Blank has been there forever. Uh, he's gone through quarterbacks, coaching, coaching changes, general manager changes. He's gone through it all. He's been to a Super Bowl, had a chance to win it, couldn't finish the deal. So to Arthur Blank, if I'm Arthur and I've invested in this team the way he's invested, and, I, and we all know Arthur. I, I, I did Falcon preseason games uh, five years in a row, was around Arthur quite a bit, was there when Matt Ryan and, Ar and Mike Smith came in. I, I've seen this organization inside out. Arthur Blank wants to win a Super Bowl. Period. You're, you're not going to win a Super Bowl. No offense. Desmond Ritter's <laughs> not winning your Super Bowl this year. <laughs> But Lamar might, Lamar might, with with the, and they're going to say, well, you know, he's got pieces, he's got real pieces. Yeah. And what you have to also entertain, and I understand the fans can have all their opinions they want, all the stuff that came out yesterday. We're not interested. All the stuff you said is documented. You have to understand what Cordero Patterson, what Drake London, you know, I mean, pick a guy on that team. You know, you have to you have to look at what those guys think if Lamar Jackson walked in uh to that facility tomorrow. Everybody's a member of the Atlanta Falcons. Everybody's excited. Everybody. Everybody. Yes, yes. Kyle We've got a superstar yep. walking into our building who's 26 years old and knows how to win games. Like that isn't you can't make that declaration on anybody in this draft right now. You can't make this on anybody out there in free agency right now. There's one guy that can change your team immediately, and that's Lamar. Baldy, totally agree. And let me say this as while we're talking about the potential landing spots for Lamar. Uh, this is going to go on, guys. Free agency starts on the 15th. We know legal tampering starts before that. We'll start hearing stories. But as far as the Falcons are concerned, I just want to take people back to last year when all of a sudden they weren't interested in Deshaun Watson, and then they were. 
and they were only interested in Deshaun Watson because of the gentleman you just spoke of, and that is Arthur Blank. Arthur Blank built Home Depot. He understands customer service. And you know what customer service is? I've got to get my customers excited about what I'm selling you. And he knew I've got to take a chance on Deshaun Watson. Now, the Browns came in and said, we're going to give him a hell of a lot more money. And we got out of the deal, and it didn't happen. But with the same thing that happened last year, Baldy, I have to believe Arthur Blank has to be thinking the same way. I've got to get my fan base energized, and I've got to get people interested in this team. I get we have pieces, but I said this yesterday, and I'll say it again today on my show. Name the stars on this Atlanta Falcon football team. I can go around the league and name multiple mega stars on every other team and go, if I went to anywhere in the city and said, hey, name a star on this particular team, I guarantee you football fans would be able to do that. We don't have that. So with that said, I just want to get that out there because yesterday was a blank show in Atlanta just because of the idea that a lot of people want to do this and a lot of people are so scared that, oh, we're going to be back in the same position we were in. This is a situation where you've got to go get a guy and you've got a chance to do it. Carl, I I don't know how many games I have done inside the Mercedes-Benz Stadium or inside, uh, you know, the previous stadium a lot. I can't tell you. I might have seen that place juiced and full a half a dozen times in the 30 games I've done in those buildings. Totally agree. I mean, I've and I've seen it. I've seen the we've all seen the SEC championship game in there. That's how Sunday should look. Right. It never looks like that on Sunday ever. And I know Arthur Blank wants his stadium to look like it is in Philadelphia. He wants it to look like it is in Buffalo. He wants it to look like it is at Lambeau. That's what owners care about. Yes, Arthur cares about the money. The money comes when everybody shows up. And but he wants that pride that when he walked and you know Arthur always walks down the field before a game, usually is down there on the field at the end of a game. He loves that experience. You don't see that from a lot of owners. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You see it from Arthur. He wants to walk into that stadium pregame and see this place filled. Not outside in the concourse, not you know in the, in the sports bars in Atlanta. He wants to see him inside that building two hours before kickoff. And when Lamar walks out there on the field coming out of that tunnel, it would he be. wears a cape. There's, <laughs> he wears a cape. Like he, they're all following. It's true. Baldy, let me ask you about this idea. As we stay with Lamar, we're going to talk about Daniel Jones. We'll get to Aaron Rodgers. Guys, we're following up from yesterday as all this news broke. And Baldy and I said, hey, a lot of things could change between today and tomorrow. So we wanted to come back and kind of fill in some blanks. 